All right, thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts, including YouTube. So subscribe to the YouTube channel, hit the bell for notifications, and participate in the conversation by upvoting and commenting on the thread. I'm here with Tom Vanderford for his weekly Friday segment. We're going to talk about all things Ole Miss sports. How you doing, Tom? Hey, I'm doing great. Best I've felt in a long time. Yeah, that is fantastic. Um, are you you're doing the radiation now? I start that Monday. Okay. I start radiation and a chemo pill Monday. So they gave me a little bit of a rest time in between chemo and radiation. And mm. I know why now, because today is the first day in months I felt like me. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you probably get to just get that little gift. But just to know about the radiation, it's going to be weird. It's going to feel like a sunburn. It, it just is. Yep. So just expect that. No problem. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we did a stripe out against Kentucky. It went fairly well. The fans actually participated. Kind of blew my mind a little bit. And they created a a great atmosphere at 11 a.m., Tom. It it was pretty good to see. I can't believe it. I, (laughs) I just, when they've tried to do things before, like everybody wear this color or everybody wear that color, it's just, you know, blown up in their face. But the stripe out impressed the heck out of me. Uh, because I personally know people who have always been, I'm going to wear what I want to, that were like, oh, I'm in the blue section or I'm in the red section. I'm going to, so they're buying, the the people I know anyway are buying into Lane Kiffin. Yeah. They're buying into what he's building at Ole Miss. And I expect the stands to be sold out and full against Auburn, even though it's an 11 o'clock game. Now I can remember years ago, eleven o'clock games, man. You just you could forget it. There there'd be five to ten thousand empty seats, you know. Um, but he's really got uh, the fans have bought into what he's selling. Yeah, the changing landscape of TV. The reason everybody looks down at eleven o'clock is because that was the original JP game, the Lincoln Financial right. game. Whenever that happened, that was like the sixth SEC pick of the weekend uh, at 11.18 on Saturday morning. And everybody has in there, after 20 years of doing that, well, they're just like, okay, 11 o'clock is that. But that's not the case um, with the 11 o'clock ESPN game. It might be the case for SEC Network. It might be the case for ESPNU. That's not the case for ESPN. So... I mean, the Red River rivalry is going to kick off at 11 a.m. on ABC Saturday. Does that mean they think any less of it? No, they want that. Right. They're going straight from game day Mm -hmm. to Oxford, Mm -hmm. you know, on ESPN. And that's wonderful. That's wonderful. So you got to look at it positive. You got to look at it positive. I was really impressed with how we played Kentucky. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I had a friend of mine here that was watching it with me. He's a Southern Miss guy. And when number two had that big run, uh, mm-hmm. catch and run for Kentucky, mm-hmm. uh, I I left the room and lost my religion for a while. And and then, then he's like, hey, hey, Kentucky fumbled. I ran back down here and rewound it. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, oh, man, that was, that was a wonderful and, – and, they never gave up. 
Mm-hmm. They never gave up, you know, and one of our transfers, you know, uh, Jared I got the yeah got the, got the strip and one of our transfers from a couple of years ago from mm-hmm. uh, Canada fell on it so mm-hmm. you know and that's that's just shows more how Lane and his staff know how to find what they need yeah and I don't think this defense I think I read where you said this too but I agree with it I don't think this defense has reached its full potential and I know the offense mm-hmm. hasn't. No, yeah, yeah. There's so far for this team to go to hit their ceiling, and they've already mm-hmm. got a top ten win this season. I mean that that's exactly. important to realize for people following Ole Miss football. People say well, Kentucky lost that game. No, they didn't. A block kick and two strip fumbles. That that is not Kentucky's fault for doing it. it there's people trying on the other side as well, and. Exactly. Um, yeah, it's just a crazy thing. But some people just need to complain. They need to find something. Even my father sent me a text message after the Ole Miss-Kentucky game that just said, Kiffin lucked out again. And it was like, okay, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I got, I, got, I got a text from somebody that said, well, we stole that one. And I'm like, hey, I'll take it. A dub's mm-hmm. a dub. Yeah. And uh, the team grew from it. You know, the defense got more confidence. I haven't seen an old Miss defense hit like that since 2015. Yeah. Yeah, they're good. They were lighting Levis up. I you saw know, somebody I, on. As a matter of fact, I think I read today he might not play this weekend. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I saw that as well. And if that happens, maybe South Carolina has a chance of keeping it within a touchdown. I still don't think exactly. South Carolina will win the game. But no. maybe they have a chance to do it because I just do not like Spencer Radler. I it, I don't either. I yeah. I am so happy we dodged that bullet. Yeah, <laughs> it, he he's a mess, man. And you know, I saw somebody on Twitter talk about this defense, and they compared it to a basically an angry middle school field trip of unruly kids, as far as un, undersized people just causing all kinds of havoc coming from everywhere and you know it, it just makes sense I, I agree i like it i like it too mm-hmm. i like it too and i think it's gonna work really well against teams that run and against teams that predominantly pass mm-hmm. we've got we've got those hybrid combo safeties that that will knock your jock off mm-hmm. you know and uh they can come up quick and and and, you know, stop the edge runs and, and, you know, we've got enough beef up front where we can, uh, we can do better with the run game total, you know? So I think something that opened my eyes last week is, is when Georgia tech beat Pitt. Yeah. I'm like, Oh my goodness. You know, when you see wonder if Tennessee is good. Right. Well, and in the same way, you know, uh, Appalachian state, you know, Troy took them right to the brink. So you, you see where your teams that you played are playing other people better, and that just gives you a little bit more confidence. Yeah, you know um, the Vanderbilt game this weekend, though. Uh, anybody that's been an Ole Miss fan for very long knows that this is their Super Bowl. Mm. Uh, but I don't think they, I don't think they've got the horses to stay up with us. But they're improved. They're improved. Yeah. If, 
if we play them like we played them last year at home, uh, it's going to be a close game. Yeah. But I think I think I have faith that Lane Kiffin and company know what to do. You know, Clark Lee, he's going to be he's going to be a good head coach for them. Yeah. But I, I've got I've got faith that we can throw the ball on them. I've got faith we can run the ball. I think we can run the ball on anybody in the country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I described Vandy um, this week as they're not a good team. Don't hear what I'm saying. I'm not saying they're good. I'm saying they're better. So the Vandy exactly. that you saw over the last five years, this isn't that team. This is a right. little bit more organized. This is a competent team offensively and defensively. They just don't have the horses yet to compete. But right. I would put them in 12th in the conference right now ahead of Missouri and Auburn. I would too. Yeah. I would too. I think they're three and two, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they played Wake Forest decent. Wake yeah. Forest is a, is, a, is a good team. Uh, but And it is at Vandy and so on and so forth. But Right now, I just think that we've got too much talent for them. Yeah. You know, once yeah. again, what, Lane did a great job in the transfer portal. And and we're finding out that they found the right fits. Mm-hmm. I was worried about, and I think everybody was, about team cohesion and how everybody was going to uh, gel together. But if you saw after the Kentucky game, the locker room video, man, they're all on the same page. Mm-hmm. I mean, I saw Dart and Aishin, uh Young hugging each other. And, you know, everybody just getting along just great. They're, they they did a fantastic job getting all these kids to come together. Yeah, and I think and everybody – Once again – Oh, go everybody, ahead. Everybody needs to realize a finish like 2008 is possible with this team. Definitely. So, yeah, if they hit their ceiling, let's say they it could start with that Texas A and M game, and then November that just shoots through. So there's there's about three or four different ways this season could go, and three of them are unbelievably positive, and one of them kind of is meh. But that's kind of what this season looks like now. Oh, definitely. I can, and and you know you can't. You know these 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 bold previews or these bold mm-hmm. predictions—they don't mean anything. But at the beginning of the year, we we were predicted in the lower tier bowls, and now I mean I saw somebody predict us in the orange bowl. Mm-hmm. So, it, it, and of course that goes with winning and so on and so forth. I saw a lot of people. Uh, you'll like this pick. A lot of people uh, put us in the citrus bowl, which would it'd be right down yeah. your alley. Yeah, yeah. Orange yeah, Bowl, Citrus Bowl. Yeah, let's do it. I'll go. Yeah. I'll, I'll... So, I, I just uh, – we have a lot of positives, and uh, it looks to me like the roadmap to get better each week is, is working. Mm-hmm. Um, I have seen vast improvements on offense and defense from game one to, to game five. Yeah, and speaking of that, let's let's talk about um, Jackson Dart a little bit. Talk about Jackson Dart versus Troy versus what you saw against Kentucky because I saw a really improved quarterback. Not a finished product. He's not where he needs to be, but he's two or three steps above the where where he started at. Oh, definitely, and I think with more reps, uh, he'll get even better. Now he had that one that one mistake against uh, 
against Kentucky, that one pick. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I mean, he, he ran it when he needed to. He made the right reads. He had some wonderful throws. Uh, that one throw to Malik Heath, mm-hmm. actually two of them, he was, he was throwing off of his back foot. Yeah, he you know, that because right, the right, rush really was coming, pretty. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was a beautiful ball both times. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, by the way, I'd argue that first incompletion was a completion, but that's nah, beyond beside the point. But <laughs> um, yeah, no, he he looks good. And and speaking of Maliki, he's emerging as a uh, a weapon. Yeah, you know he 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 had some uh, some issues at Mississippi State and. Uh, Lane brought him in and and has coached him up and and from everything that I can find out, he's a he's a, a model kid at Ole yeah. Miss. So, and he he knows that you know the pro mindset, the money year, so on and so forth. But he's very talented, very you know, talented, he's, very he's a good humble. offset to Mingo, right? Yeah, because you know Kentucky was double teaming Mingo, and mm-hmm. and Heath was eating them up. Absolutely. And like I said, if Jalen Robinson comes back this week, you have um, Jordan Watkins, who has worked in that slot receiver and was kind of, he's kind of developing a rapport. So if Jalen Robinson doesn't kind of grab that position by the horns this weekend, um, he might not do it for the rest of the year. Um, So what score predictions for this weekend do you have, Tom? Uh, Ole Miss 37. Vanderbilt fourteen. Okay, I, I went with thirty-eight fourteen. So you know, brilliant yep. minds, right? So yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think this is a game where um, AJ Swan is going to have trouble against Ole Miss's defense. He's a true freshman quarterback. He, I think he's going to get fooled a couple of times with this defense. Yeah, I think so too. I think mm-hmm. they're gonna they're, they're gonna scheme in the in the defensive backfield. I mean, we may get a couple of picks. Uh, We've got the horses up front when they're healthy to to put some heat on the quarterback. You know, I love what and and I hope I'm not going over on my time, but I got to say this: I love what Chris Partridge is doing with this defense, him and yeah. Mo Crum. Yeah. Uh, last year and the year before last, and it may have been because of talent. I'm sure some of it was because of talent, but I saw the same thing with Texas A&M against Mississippi State this weekend. Durkin is very, very conservative. Mm-hmm. You know, I saw him rush three all weekend, not blitz much, and he got tore apart. And I don't think you'll see that with this this Chris Partridge Mo Crum defense. I we're going to bring some people at different times. We're going to do some funky things, and and we've got better talent than we had last year. More of it, actually. So, you know, we've got when you have more depth and uh I just think we're really a good team. Yeah. We've got the capability of being the best team we've been in a long, long time. We're we're definitely the most talented, potentially in my lifetime. I agree. I agree mm-hmm. from top to bottom, I agree. Yeah. I mean when you've got people like Kentrell Bullock that are like not getting touches. Yeah, you know, they'd have been in the rotation five years ago. Uh, it's just different, I, and 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 I can't stress enough. I uh, I I oh I say I say we owe it all to Lane Kiffin. Yeah, and I think he's bought in. He's 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 
established a culture. Uh, it's working. And he's building something special in Oxford. And that's why you get those snarky comments on, you know, our comments on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Because when Ole Miss is just mediocre Ole Miss, it's no big deal. But when they see what Lane's doing, mm-hmm. it uh, it worries some of them. You should. I, I, had a tweet, I had a tweet. I had a tweet. Yesterday, that just simply said, um, people get genuinely upset. They can't stand to see a confident Ole Miss fan. And the media can't stand to see a confident Ole Miss. So both of those, whenever you see outsiders get angry, and they just want to put Ole Miss back in that box. And I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. Uh, Not as long as we have Lane Kiffin. Mm. It's not going to happen. And you know he's he's a he's a sharp guy. He's a mm-hmm. sharp guy. I can't say enough good things about him. We're very fortunate to have him. Yeah, enrollments and up, staff. everything's up, and it's because of Lane yep. Kiffin. Pay the man exactly. whatever it takes to keep him. He's he's a treasure. Exactly. In it. Yeah, we're in the top ten. We're going to Sugar Bowls. Lane Kiffin's here. What can we not do that he wants to do? I mean, that's the question you have to answer. The reason that he would leave is because he wants to do something that he feels like he can't do here. Exactly. What would that thing be? And the answer is nothing, especially not nothing. Auburn. Yeah, nothing. But when he came to Ole Miss, he said, I know we can win here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was on a national championship team and came in here and got beat. Mm-hmm. So I know that you can win at Ole Miss. Yeah, if Ole Miss goes to a New Year's Six Bowl game this year, if they go to the Orange Bowl like is predicted, right. that'll be four New Year's Six Bowl games in eight years. You can win yep. at Ole Miss. For a little Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even in the COVID year, he got us to our first ever Outback Bowl. Yeah, right right, you know, right down so, the road. You know, yeah, Outback, Sugar, and mm-hmm. whatever we get this year. Hey, these are great times. Yeah. It's a great it's time fantastic. to be a Rebel. Yeah, if we don't if we don't make it to the New Year's Six, we haven't been to a Citrus Bowl. I would I would right. enjoy that. I would go down there and we would do some kind of locked on party that week. Oh yeah, it and, would be awesome. Yeah, it'd be a ton of fun. But it should yep. be fun anyway. Get more on the SEC by making Locked On SEC your second listen every day. Host Chris Gordy and local experts of Locked On take you across the SEC in thirty minutes. It's make Locked On SEC your second listen. Locked on SEC. Tom, thank you so much, man. Enjoy the game. And, of yep. course, um, I, I'm looking forward to it to next week already because I'm sure by the time you speak, on we, we record this on Thursday for people that don't know. By the time right. Thursday hit, I'm going to be just triggered at Auburn fans because I'm going to hear so much about Lane Kiffin leaving. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, mate. yeah. More power to him. Anyway, More take care, Tom. To Take care. Hotty toddy. Hotty toddy.